BadgerCast, number 81, and Podpomo, day 27. Straight from southeastern Wisconsin, bringing you your slice of Badgerland, welcome to BadgerCast. And now your host, Julie and Dale. Hey, a freak show! Welcome to BadgerCast, your slice of Wisconsin life. I'm Dale. I'm Julie. And we're we're here. We're here. It's Tuesday. Tuesday and three more days left. So, ah, that's better. What do you got today? I'm paging through a couple things here, and let's see. Hmm. Not a whole lot happened on November 27th in this day in history. Uh Uh-huh. Bruce Lee was born in 1940. Uh Um, Robert Burns postpones his immigration to Jamaica. That's in 1786. Jimi Hendrix was born on November 27th in 1942. Oh, man, I should have played Purple Haze as the intro. Purple Haze. What? You can end with purple haze. Okay. Um, let's see. <laughs> it says the White House housekeeper frets over the presidential waistline. That sounds interesting. That was 1911. <laughs> Who's 1997? Oh, no. <laughs> 1911. Who would that be? Um, <laughs> it's coming up. Uh, is that Garfield? No. Taft. Uh, on this day in 1911, Elizabeth Jaffrey, the White House housekeeper, writes in her diary about a cons- conversation she had with President William Howard Taft and his wife about the Commander-in-Chief's ever-expanding waistline. According to the White House Historical Association, Jaffrey was also quoted regarding Taft's growing girth in the 1926 book called Secrets of the White House. In it, she detailed a typical breakfast consumed by the 332-pound president. Two oranges, a 12-ounce beef steak, several pieces of toast and butter, and a vast quantity of coffee with cream and sugar. When she and Taft's wife, Nellie, commented on his eating habits, he joyfully, jovially responded that he was planning to go on a diet, but lamented the fact that things are in a sad state of affairs when a man can't even call his gizzard his own. Interesting. It said Taft was 5'11", carried anywhere between 270 and 340 pounds over the course of his adult life. Big boy. Uh-huh. Had to have his shoes tied by his valet and often got stuck in the White House bathtub and had to be lifted out by two or more men. Once, while visiting the Tsar of Russia, he split his pants seam while descending from a carriage. Are <laughs> 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 <Our> funny. <laughs> All right. He would have been the, the perfect candidate for liposuction and stomach stapling had that been the fact. Oh, no, not stomach stu- stapling. Gastric bypass. Whole different thing. Pardon me. Mm. So. Yep. So you went out looking at TVs today, huh? Not just today, but you know the the past month or so we've been looking uh, at. And what tidbits of information have you told me today that I was astounded by? Well, first of all, the flat screens are the the main purpose of the flat screen is video. Uh-huh. And the audio is kind of crappy mm-hmm. because they're uh, flat screens and they have no real place for speakers 
and that the speakers all point away from you and into the wall and bounce back so you get really cruddy sound. So the the expectation is that when you have a flat screen, you also have some sort of surround sound or sound system. Mm-hmm. That's not, I mean, I understand that part. Now right. I explained it. And we actually have a two-stand with two directional speakers to go on the other side if I chose to use those. If you chose to use those, yes. What caught me off guard was the price you said for the installation required. Well, at one store that I went to, I, I asked, because I, I told them what I wanted to do. I wanted to have it, you know, a installation on the wall with no hidden, with no visible wires and no visible boxes. And what did he bump that price up to? Oh, he, he was, it's like, first of all, to have somebody install it would cost 250 just to come out. Plus all the cabling and and the uh, bracket, you know the 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 bracket, the wall mount. The wall mount. So he estimated four hundred. Just for that. Just for that. Well, for the wall mount, the installation, and and what, the bracket. What did he quote the, you for the next piece that you informed me? And of? then um, because we I, we discussed not having the the cable box and blu-ray or any of of the devices in the same room that would require an r i asked about the rf um remote their minimum rf remote was 600 bucks more than the tv uh no the tv i was looking at was 800 bucks okay just about the same price as the tv and uh and then for the cheapest uh, sound bar, which would get mounted under the TV on the stand, on the 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 wall mount, was like two fifty. So I would have been in at this particular store had I gone with the configuration we discussed. Um, uh, it would I would have been in for two grand. Hmm. Easy, easy two grand. Easy two grand. And it was kind of funny. It's like uh, it's like. He was making it like they had these big Cyber Monday deals that were only good for today. Huh. And uh, the funny thing is that their Cyber deal for the TV, because I looked at the same model at a different store yesterday, uh-huh. was uh, the same price. So Interesting. So it's like, and then he goes, uh, I said, and so he asked if I was interested in making a decision today. It's like, well, uh, can I get your card? Because he was another peop- another set of people came in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, okay, my name is John or whatever his name is, actually. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He gives me the card and he goes talks to the other people. I just kind of meander towards the computers and I was gone. Mm. I was gone. Yeah. So, I, I my guess is we'll have to go somewhere else. Yeah, I'm not liking all these little added-on things because I thought it was you buy the TV, you come home, you put it up the racket, bracket, you hang it, you plug it in, we're done. I didn't hear about you need a bar, sound bar, and I didn't hear about this radio frequency thing. 
what a remote's for. Doesn't it come with a remote? Sure. It comes with a remote. Probably comes with each device has its own remote. But mm. the problem comes in. Where do you want to put all those boxes in our living room? Mm. Do we want to get a stand and put it on a stand? Which de kind of defeats the whole purpose of having the TV on the wall. Hmm. You could have this nice little skinny little something there to put all that in. Like mm. like one of the smaller buffet things where you can I don't know. What's that stuff? Which would be a TV stand, but it, no, it wouldn't be a TV stand. A TV stand is just a stand. It has no other function than to hold a TV. And all the type thing that I'm thinking of has drawers and cubbies and stuff that you can hide that crap in. Well, and it's decorative. Do we have enough functional. room in the that room with? The large couch, the large <laughs> chair, the large piano, and the humongous roll-top desk to put another piece of furniture. Even a little, little piece of furniture to cover up the cable box. Put it this way. The roll-top desk is not leaving. I didn't think so. <laughs> we, we, can, we can discuss the piano. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was better than me and the IEP meeting I had. So, uh huh. Where I don't I, want. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> where I got to listen to them tell me all the crap that they've told me for the last oh, I don't know seven school years, and give me the same promises that the other people did. And oh, by the way, they don't qualify for this anymore. So we're going to take this little thing away, but we're still going to give her the services. And I'm like, really? If you can't do it with a piece of paper signed in front of you, how are you going to do it without? In other words, how am I going to nail you to the coffee table if uh, you don't do your job? If they don't have an IEP, how do you nail their yeah, little nobody, butts no, to the coffee Nobody seemed to table? answer that question. They kept talking in circles. Well, ultimately, I'm the person that you'd go through. I'm like, yeah, but you're not understanding what yeah. I said. But ultimately, I want to have some way to make your ass accountable. Uh, there is no written in in written down way to do that if you don't qualify for an IEP. You are at their mercy. And it took us an hour and a half and mean your tears to walk out of there. Saying, We'll see. They they have this plan that they, they say that they're gonna do. I said I've heard it all before and I, I really don't So 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 what 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 guarantee do you have if they don't do it? Do do you bring do you, what what for for this year? I still have the IEP in our in our favor, which is a state, federal, whatever yeah. mandated thing. As of next year, that piece of paper probably won't be there because they're going to say this child doesn't qualify for this so what, thing. So what, what do you have for established goals, and what do you have for accountability, and what do you have for their word measurement? Which I said wasn't wasn't enough and their no. measurement is the grade the grades that she would be getting no, no 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 the measurement is the accomplishments of the goal and the you don't have any goals see that's what what they're no, saying no no, no 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 you always have goals but the the, the problem is not you have writing not if you get rid of an iep 
the problem is you're not going to get rid of an IEP because I'm gonna nail I'm gonna nail you anyway. No, see, I, I was told that 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 can't happen. If if a child does not meet the definition of whatever it is anymore on that IEP, they can get rid of the IEP. They're not discounting that any child that that happens to may or may not continue to need help in school. But they're saying because there is not a significant difference between their tested IQ and their scores, or what you would, actually, how do they put it? Because there isn't a significant difference between their tested IQ score and what you would expect for whatever IQ number that is on basic testing, you don't need an IEP, and you can't have an IEP. So the question, like you just stated, was how are you going to continue to support this student? Well, that's just And how am I going to... Yes, how, am I, how are we going to support the person first? And then secondly, how am I going to account There's that no, you did what you said you were going to do? There is nothing that can go in writing. You are taking them at their word. You're taking them that if you as a parent then go in and ask for help and do that, that they will do it. They say their accountability is through um, either the principal or the, the um, director of pupil services. But I, I, don't, I said I don't get that because if you dismiss somebody from an IEP program, then the director of pupil services has nothing to do with that child. So why would she have any say over what's going on? So then you are then accountable to know. holding the accountability to the teacher and the principal. And I said the track record that we've dealt with in the school system. Oh, they suck. Sucks. So they're, they're like, well, you, you don't get this. I said, I get it perfectly clear. I get and it. Your you're, track you're... record, and then granted you guys are all new to your positions, but the track record that you have to deal with with me coming in and you coming into this is that the predecessors in your positions didn't do shit. So the don't track record me, is, sh- is crap. So don't expect me to sit here and expect, and, and you have, how about, wait a minute. So don't expect me to sit here and let me hear you say this and take it in my good standing. I don't give a shit about what you guys think. My priority. Am I going to have to bleep this podcast? <laughs> this is the second yeah. time you said that word in five minutes. <laughs> I said it a hell of a lot more during the meeting because I don't care about you guys. I could care less about your jobs. The only person I care about in this room is that 13-year-old little girl sitting over there. And I don't care what I need to say to get you to be held accountable to your job. I've asked for stuff to be done. It has not been done. It's, and they're like, really? I said, it's written here on this page. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> That's the IEP. That's the goal you're supposed to work towards that's the one you're supposed to document on that's the one that's supposed to save your tush Uh and if i were a real jerk off i could i i could get a lawyer involved Uh i i basically told him had we the wherewithal my kids wouldn't be in the school district but we're stuck here and we're going to deal with what we got but you got to do your job and you're not doing your job your predecessors haven't done your job so we'll we'll see we'll see what they say but it, it astounded me that they didn't even know that there was already a goal in there that there were supposed to be weekly updates and they are talking in circles around all this stuff and i'm like but you don't do it now it's written in there oh it is yeah it doesn't happen Oh, uh, well, I, oh, I, I oh, mm, huh, yeah. Oh, oh, well, now I got something to nail your to the coffee table. 
Nail your head to the coffee. But only for this year, because as of next year, it goes away. Well, we'll see. Oh, no, they've already proven that they don't even know why it's in place now. As of last year, it probably should have been dissolved. I said, what you have written here on paper that you're showing me was nothing that was discussed at our last meeting. And none of them were there for it. So you take what I'm telling you. I don't care what's written on that paper. But did they not... it wasn't what was discussed. When that... How come you didn't see that? Because I took it on the faith of the people I've dealt with oh. for the past several years that what we talked about usually got done. Somebody And documented. It, and somebody took it upon themselves and didn't document all that and put in the stuff that we didn't talk about. And do, do you get a copy of that? I get a copy of it, but I don't read every single flipping uh, word. I look at the goals. I look at the stuff that I was looking for to make sure it's there. And didn't see that because it was way at the back. But it's, it doesn't change anything from now because the scores are what they are. That stuff isn't what what's changed or what wasn't talked about. The scores show that she doesn't qualify for stuff anymore. But yeah, I, I guess that's somewhat good, but not really because it, it doesn't. It brings me back to what I've stated before on this podcast is that there is a whole group of children out there that are, that falling, through the cracks. That are falling through the cracks. And yes, what we've had in place has worked. It's gotten her to, her scores are up. She's doing this, but yet she's still an at-risk kid. And you can't, and what they don't understand, what they didn't seem to understand today. Or care about. Or care about is you can't just take everything away. Yeah. And they could, when I asked for what's the plan to, um, process this to ease out of this to get her this nobody could answer that question because they don't care so yeah i mean that's my this has been my thought about public schools in general and this district in particular they don't care hmm. i don't know and I, I don't think I, it's I, just this district. I hear it. No, no, I, no, I said districts. all of them, but this one in particular, they don't care. I don't have experience with Kilmarine School District. I don't have experience with McGonagall School District. The only one I have is Palmyra Eagle, and they don't seem to care. Mm -hmm. Except for a couple of individuals that I've mm -hmm. dealt with in right. primarily elementary school. Mm -hmm. So... Why don't we just leave it there before I get angry? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's better you that goes to these things than me because I would tell them exactly what I think of their of public schools and teaching as a profession. Mm, one last thought. And, and people can chime in on any of this of what they've done in their school district if they have kids or whatever. At one point, the uh, leader of this meeting asked me to have Olivia step out of the room. And I said, why? I said, this concerns her. She has every right to hear what you're saying. She has every right to speak her mind if she has something to say. And she just gave me the look from hell. I said, she stays. She doesn't have to participate, but she needs to hear what's being said. Because if, you are, if we are sitting here to teach her how to deal with stuff, then she doesn't sit in a room by herself not knowing what the process is. 
she got really pissed at me. So I think too bad. I think so any kid sad. In I middle don't school, care. Any kid in middle school on up should have some say in what's going on in their their teaching curriculum or whatever, and can put insight. Because if they don't agree with a, a plan that we have put together, they're going to fight you tooth and nail. It's better to have them sit there and listen to you talk about it, and if you ask them a question about it, they can answer right then and there and tell you if it's they're willing to work with it or not. Because it's not like they're in preschool or first or second grade where they don't have a choice. Middle school, high school is all about choices. So. Oh, I'm glad you did that. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't you give the... Uh... How you can chime in on, your, on, on this education debate? Sure. You can call us at 262-649-8550 or email me or Dale at thebadgercast at gmail.com. And you can drop us a line on Twitter and on Facebook. I'm Don't Tickle Me, and he's the philosophy guy. See you tomorrow. Night. Good night.